So, my dear, the day you have always dreamed of has arrived. The day you become Bride of Chaotica! <laughs> I know, you see, somehow the world will change for me and be so wonderful. <laughs> Did you ever watch Guy Carly? Um, no, but no. I know of it because of because of Andrew. Andrew has sung that before. That tracks. Okay. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Hello, and welcome to The Brides of Chaotica, a chaotic Star Trek podcast. I'm Taylor, a bona fide Trekkie. And I'm Elizabeth, and I just know that the Enterprise uh, sp- spaceship makes a weird little moaning sound when you go into the uh, control deck. This was from the last episode. You mean the little, like, whistle? Yeah, what the fuck is the whistle? It's announcing that, like, the superior officers... I don't know. It's weird. It didn't sound right. Okay, it's whistling. Find it's hitting us. on people. <laughs> Join us as I show Elizabeth episodes of Star Trek that I love and she has no context for as I try to slowly indoctrinate her into the world of moral dilemmas, anomalous reading, and the wonderful mirror universe. Elizabeth, are you ready? I'm ready, but we need to talk about this whistle. It's just I forgot. It's like a tr- it's like a whistle. It's like um, it's like a little. I think they because I mean Starfleet is like a fleet of starships. Well, yeah, I got so it's I like similar much. to the navy, and I'm pretty sure the navy does the same kind of whistle when like the captain's on deck, and so it oh. did the whistle when Una walked in. Sorry, mm-hmm. we just watched Strange New Worlds: Ghosts of Illyria. Um, yeah. As you so know, it, because it, it, this is the following like, episode. It like, it like whistles it's, a, it's just a whistle. Like, Hi, prepare to get talked down to now. N- no, this is Starfleet. <laughs> it's different. Prepare oh, to be given whistle. direct orders. Prepare to be given direct orders and have to do exactly what you're told. I mean, otherwise we'll vaporize you. They otherwise won't. we'll make you go work with Hemmer in his little laboratory Oh of my chaos. god. Oh my god. You're still stuck on Hemmer. You are still stuck on there. I know you don't. He's shifty. Well, lucky for you, he's (laughs) not in this episode at all. Thank God. (laughs) So today's episode is from Deep Space Mm -hmm. Nine. Do you um, remember anything about Deep Space Nine? Not a damn thing. Except Mm -hmm. there are nine levels of space. And that we have to travel you, to the deepest. Stop! Stop! Darkest. Stop convulging your, or converging whatever your prediction. Convulging. Stop con con conjoining converging. converging whatever the fucking word is. Stop mixing My predictions. Up your predictions with reality, Elizabeth. It's enough. Oh. But I'm what sorry. is reality except a bunch of predictions that have come true? That's not. That's not. That's. I don't think that is. You're trying to be philosophical, and I don't think I agree with I, your statement. I think, I think philosophy is what you think it is, whatever you want it to be. What is philosophical to one person could be stupid to another. Exhibit A. I think we have. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I just I, we have different minds, which is why we're here. So anyways. Do you remember any of the characters from Deep Space Nine? Absolutely not. I genuinely. Wait, no. Is this Seven of Nine? Is she in here? Mm, Seven of Nine is not in here. That's Voyager. Damn it. But don't okay, worry. So I don't we'll we'll I... get to our Seven of Nine episodes because we love I... Seven of Nine over here. I don't. Okay, so I don't remember it. No. Was Data in Deep Space Nine? <laughs> oh, damn it. Deep... I just. Honestly, Data I just want some more Data in, in my life. <laughs> don't. I. Please, 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 please. I have an episode coming up for you that Data mm-hmm. features prominently in that you are going to love. It's not the next TNG episode we're watching. It's a different one, but like you're going to be obsessed with it and it's going to be your favorite episode of all time, I promise. Oh, I'm so it's excited. It's called Data's Day for the listeners out there, so you guys know that she'll love it. Data's Day. Show. I'm so psyched. A you day should be. for Data. Um no, so No, so I don't know any of the characters. <laughs> yeah, we've watched an episode from Deep Space 9 before. Yeah, it's been a while, and I... It has. I don't necessarily have a steel trap memory for certain things. Do you remember Umox? <laughs> yes, I remember Umox. Okay. All right. I don't know so... what they look like. Ferengi? You, you, I feel like you repressed Ferengi from your memory. You really didn't like how they look. I might need to Google this really quick. Lobes? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No. That's just Ferengi. No, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It will comfort you to know that Ferengi are not always the focal point of Deep Space Nine. That was just the first episode of Deep Space Nine that I showed you, which, um... Oh, oh, not Umox. Listeners out there, uh, we're recording these completely out of order. So Elizabeth has already seen Little Green Men, and that was the first episode of Deep Space Nine that I ever showed her, which was a questionable decision on my end, but a oh, great time. Oh, God, not these and guys. So Ferengi are in Deep Space Nine, but there's loads of other people, and I'm pretty sure they're not the main focus of this episode, particularly. Um... We're going to be focusing on a couple other characters that I, one of them, of which is, like, one of my favorites. Oh. Um, we'll get into that. <laughs> we will. <laughs> You'll see. You'll know. Um, so, Elizabeth, I'm going to tell you the title of the episode, and then I want you to set your timer for how long? Four minutes, because you get a little crazy sometimes, and we're reining it in. Well... Like I said, this is we. No, I love it. I this love is you. What, this is what the <laughs> listeners are here for: unhinged prediction time with Elizabeth's mind. I know, I know, but our we only intro have so can't long be for... our intro can't be twenty five minutes, especially because I need to go to work later. Um, that is true. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, so this okay. Deep Space Nine. Wait, do you remember where Deep Space Nine takes place most of the time? um it's okay it's it's okay if you don't i no shame it's okay if you don't i I can just tell you does it does it take place in the marvel universe why why would you say that you know that's incorrect oh oh my god all right elizabeth tell me your prediction for our episode crossover well, oh, let me start my timer. Start your timer, because please. I have limits now. Talk fast. 
Yeah. So here is my. <laughs> I love you so much, guys. Wait, put your timer on pause. I'm pausing my timer. You guys, it really concerns me that the listeners just think I'm a complete asshole. Like Elizabeth is my best friend, and I love her, and I promise I'm kind. I no I Taylor's just, wonderful. Our 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 intro has to have a time limit, you guys, and. I'm nothing if not um, the organized, structured one. Yes. So I'm just trying to keep it. Keep it here's, here's here's the story of my life is that I have so much um, vigor and creativity, but I need to be I reined. But but I need to be controlled and reined in a little bit because otherwise, I don't think I'd get a damn thing done in my entire life. Um, I just, it really just, concerns just me that I come off as a dopamine. I'm no. so comfortable with you that I just say what I think when I'm with you. Oh, no, no. So. Yeah, that's, that's also why I can have unhinged prediction time because half the things I say are probably should never be said ever. They're not Did like, I, just break the I don't think blatantly offensive. They're just, they're really different. Like, I don't think I, there are some thoughts that I have. That I don't think another human has ever thought those thoughts. Um, humans are more similar than you think yeah but there are some weird thoughts that i have yeah well lots of weird shit exists maybe maybe we'll do a patreon in the future and maybe we'll release my full unhinged prediction times oh so that people can really just really just dive right in (laughs) speaking of diving right in i'm gonna reset i apologize that was my fault no you're good no it's just so taylor's not an asshole um I just sound like one sometimes. We're, we're both we're both kind of like assholes to each other, but that's because we're best friends. I think Yeah, and we if, don't if mean it. No, it's purely like I know you and yeah. you know me, and so it's like that's anyways, back to my predictions. What is your prediction anyways, for crossover? <laughs> my prediction for crossover is that we are going to have a Marvel Universe crossover with Deep Space Nine. And this is where we're gonna delve into Thanos's origins as as oh God, a Ferengi. I think I just <laughs> what? But as a Ferengi? Wow, you know one thing about Deep Space Nine, and suddenly that's the only thing that matters, and I love it. Keep going. Yeah, Ferengi. Thanos is a Ferengi, but he was rejected by his Ooh. own kind Ooh. because he was purple. And he didn't have massive protruding, like, brows or ears or whatever they are. They didn't like him because he looked normal. Mm-hmm. Except they didn't for let his him chin. join in any of the reindeer games. No, they didn't. They did not let him join in on any. Speaking of reindeer, did you know that the reindeer that pull Santa's sleigh are actually female reindeer? Yes, because... I didn't know that. Okay, just in case people didn't know... They're female reindeer doing the work, and they're saying that they're males. Of course the males would get the credit. You're wasting your prediction time, Elizabeth. Okay, that's important to know, though, because the reindeer are going to come into play. No, I'm kidding. There's no reindeer. No, but yeah, we figure out Thanos' origins. And okay. Thanos was a rejected Ferengi. His family hated him. He was purple. He was more vibrant than the rest of them. They didn't mm-hmm. like that because they're all these bland, boring, brownish, orangey color skin it's it's just like a mm-hmm. weird like you know when you're a kid and you take all so the pink colors purple, purple people races. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. They're Got like it. the color like I said when you're a kid and you take all the paint colors and you mix them together in one big slurry and they just turn out this random shade of beigey brown. 
Oh my God, that's, that's the color. really accurate. That's like the color of the Ferengi. And they're just upset that, that, that Thanos is brightly colored. They don't like mm. his flamboyance. And so they reject him. Okay. And so Thanos has to go off and explore his daddy and parental issues mm-hmm. by taking control of the Marvel Universe. Um, so this is going to all be about his origin. Oh, and the, mm-hmm. he's also a giant. That was the other reason they didn't like him. Ferengi, Ferengi are really short. Ferengi are small. They did not like him because he was everything they wanted to be and everything they couldn't be. Dang. You know, you're you're really making me have sympathy for Thanos, which is not okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think Thanos had a point. This is where... No, no, no just hear me out. Just hear me <laughs> There Keep is a timer running. Don't you dare pause that timer. This, this I'm is not part pausing of the prediction. Thanos, Thanos had a point. Overpopulation is a problem. I'm not saying we get rid of people. That doesn't but mean I think... you murder half of the people that exist. Oh, no. I'm not saying I'm not saying his methods were good. I'm just saying his premise was at least like I like like yeah. There's too many people. Okay. Alternatively, we just need to like figure out how to live more sustainably. So that was his well, problem. Yeah. He didn't channel his problem. He didn't channel the solution to his his concerns in a healthy mm-hmm. way. Got yeah, it. a healthy way would have been like, let's figure out how to be more sustainable in how we live and how mm-hmm. we operate instead of just like killing people because killing people just ain't I really mean, the answer. They, I mean, they came back. It was just a blip. Yeah, but his intention was to wipe them out. That's it's about true. your intention. That's true. You're so right. Yeah, and then you have all of his little fucking weird henchmen. Oh, plot twist. All of his henchmen come from different parts of the Star Trek universe. Oh, Oh. no, 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 no. Not the Ferengi. They're the rejects. They're the Ferengi rejects. That's who his henchmen are. They're other Mm. rejects that were rejected. Not rejects, but people that were rejected by the Ferengi because they came out more vibrant and colorful and. Just literally anything but a Ferengi. A rainbow of of people. Mmm. Yes. They're not okay with flamboyance. All right. They don't like flamboyance because they can't be flamboyant. All right. You heard it here for predictions. Wait. Thanos' origin story. (laughs) I have a question. (laughs) Is the Green Lantern DC or Marvel? I can never remember. It's DC. Okay. Want to hear something wild? Yes. There is a comic book that is a Star Trek and Green Lantern crossover. And my the 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 person that I'm currently dating showed it to me, and I think she's gonna give it to me to read. Um, oh no! And that's why I know about it because she loves the Green Lantern, and I love Star Trek. And she was like, "Wait, let me tell you about this crazy thing." This is gonna sound. I don't think I've actually ever met anyone who like likes the Green Lantern. Well, I don't think she likes. I mean. Her and I need to talk about it more. I don't think she likes the like Ryan Reynolds movie or, and stuff, but she loves no, the actual but, like, the lore behind the Green Lantern because it's all like fueled by emotion and stuff. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. Fun fact. Fun fact. Your prediction isn't fact. totally crazy. My predictions are always a hundred percent accurate, <laughs> as we know. As we know, I have an impeccable track record. <laughs> All right. Well, I am super duper excited for you to watch this episode. Um, I'm super duper excited to learn more about Thanos. So, 
Elizabeth and I are going to go watch this episode, and we will be right back. Right back. All right, friends. We are back from watching Crossover um, from Deep Space Nine. Now, something I've realized um, as the Trekkie of the podcast is that I am continually choosing the worst Deep Space Nine episodes to introduce you to Deep Space Nine. I like, will say this one was, it, it, it was different. It hit different. <laughs> the, well, I'm, I'm just thinking about it. So because I can't make up my goddamn mind, all of these episodes for the first <laughs> season are probably going to be recorded completely out of order until like episode eight or something. So, this is technically Elizabeth's second Deep Space Nine episode. The first of which was Little Green Men. Oh in my which, god, that one. In which it totally focused on the Ferengi in Roswell, New Mexico. Oh. Okay, Why did I choose that as the first episode to introduce her to Deep Space Nine as? I don't know. I don't know why I did that. And then, as I was watching this episode, because I just love this episode, so my brain was just like, crossover yeah great episode mm. let's watch it it was I really, it was a great episode <laughs> it was a great episode but as i was watching it i was like all right and we're in the mirror universe the entire time and you only get to mm-hmm. meet two prime universe characters from deep space nine and all of these random mirror universe counterparts which we're yeah. gonna so i think <laughs> i just don't know why i did this but i, I hope you had a good time but it was definitely yeah it was it was good it was it was different like welcome to the mirror universe that's like 10 times gayer and hornier than the prime universe does the mirror universe come up multiple times yes we're going to talk about the mirror universe history okay we are going to talk about so what i've decided to kind of um fix my little weird decisions on let me, I need to just check which Deep Space Nine episodes I'm having you watch next because we need, like, an actually good one. Okay. And I only have two for this season, so, oh, the next, oh, uh, see, see, all of them, all of the ones I'm you're choosing. Just like, you're just like, give me, let's give her the weird ones. Well, well, the next one, the next Deep Space Nine episode that I'm going to have you watch in our season two is a really mm. great episode, and the audience that our Trek people um, will know it. It's called Far Beyond the Stars, but that's also kind of an alternate universe. So, like, I haven't fully introduced you mm-hmm. to the Star Trek Deep Space Nine characters yet. So, I'm what I'm gonna do is I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna edit the season again and try to bring in or you know what it might just be more than 15 episodes and we're just gonna have to deal with it that's that's fine i'm fine with that so what i think i'm gonna do is choose a different deep space nine episode for you to watch in this first season so that you can Mm -hmm. actually get to know the actual characters yeah because i have no idea (laughs) i know you don't so what i thought might be funny is if you mm-hmm. tell me all the characters you remember from this episode, kind of like we did during Strange New Worlds, and I'll tell you who their okay. prime universe counterpart is. But did you have any questions about the mirror universe to start off with? Because we can jump into that as well. The mirror... Okay, so... Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, everybody wants to have sex with each other. <laughs> like, Like, that was my first thing. I'm like, why are we all like... Like Jesus, the sexual yeah. tension. My God. Yeah. Like I think you I wrote you notes just, about that. 
it's well. it's insane like yeah. everybody wants to fuck each other like you've got freaking um okay <laughs> what's oh what is her name um dre no not dreyers uh kira kira yes yes kira what is her last name kira narice so, so actually, actually, what the fuck? I don't know what, why either. But also, fun fact: so she's mm-hmm. Bajoran. If you saw the little yes. nose ridges, so mm-hmm. in or on the planet Bajor, um, first and last names are swapped. So technically, her first name is Nerese and her last name is Kira. But when you say it out loud, it's Kira Nerese. I think they do that in some um, cultures okay. on our planet as well. I'm really, oh, t- I'm talking, <laughs> I'm talking, I'm literally talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think like, um, I think Chinese names are uh, reversed. Mm-hmm. You have like your your family name first, and then you're like, I don't know. What yeah, they're... so it's it's similar on Bajor. Yeah. So Kira Norris, um, but yes, Major Kira. <laughs> yeah, so dude, she's horny AF. Okay, no, um, no, no, she's not. She's not horny. The intendant. Her prime, her mirror universe. Yeah, sorry. Is... Her, yes, the intendant. Yes, the yes, the mirror version yes. of her. So we have. Yeah, that's so that's yes. what I was trying to say. So there's Kira, Major Kira, who is my favorite character from all of Deep Space Nine. I love her. Um, yes, I do remember yeah. us talking about that. Well, also just the actress that plays her is just very kind and um, helped me with my mental health a lot um, in my life. Anyway, oh, we love so we that. have. Major Kira. Oh, I, when I met her at Star Trek Las Vegas, I fully cried. She was the only one I Aww. cried for. Anyway, she gave. She, anyway, um, <laughs> so we have Major yeah, Kira, the who is the her her mirror universe is the yeah is the intendant. Yeah, and the intendant oh. horny horny AF. And then oh, our freaking our free the the freaking what was it? He was the 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 shapeshifter. He showed up. I fucking hate him. He's a creep. I don't like His him in the normal universe. His name is Odo. Yes, I don't like him in the normal universe. I don't like him in this mirror universe. He's shady AF. I love that he gets blown to pieces, though. <gasps> that was incredible. I was I'm like, glad he's dead. Like, literally, the doctor just like... And it's just... Can we talk about the juicing effect that they used? Well, because... the explosion? Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like a... Not what's the term for it? Is they he use like it a all jelly the time. pod? He he looks like a little jelly man. He so he's a changeling. So he's yeah. Um, they call humans like changelings call humans solids. So he's like not a solid form like being. Oh, so oh my god, oh my god! I know what Deep Space Nine episodes I'm gonna show you. God, all of these that episodes is... that I'm picking are like really ones that I'm like Elizabeth will have a reaction to this. <laughs> Well, hey, and that's good, honestly. That goes for the... That's what the podcast is about, right? It's like, how can we get Elizabeth to have a reaction? Because mm-hmm. let's just let's just cause some chaos. Yeah. Let's just... Let's create chaos. There have... Obviously, not all of them are super chaotic. Some of them are... I mean, they're all good. Some of them are more, like, thinky than others. Oh, yeah. Technical, oh, yeah. We're gonna get... term. We're thinky. gonna get into this some one was thinky, thinky ones. This one was very This thinky. one. This one was insane. Okay, I just have to highlight, there's this one, I'm sure we'll get into it more, but, like, there's this one quote, I think it's, like, two-thirds of the way through the episode or something, when Kira is talking to the mirror, uh, what's it, Cisco is his name, I think? Yes, I know, I think I know what you're going to talk about. Yeah. Keep, keep talking and, about it. Um, 
he's like basically she's trying to get him to help her out to escape uh back to her universe and um and he you know she's like you're a good man you wouldn't do this and he's like I've got it good here like I've you know I have my own ship and crew and you know I'm doing just fine like I'm not gonna help you out like I'm in a good position and and she what did she say she's like she's like you may have been able to like charm your way out of the mines but you're just as much of a slave as anybody else here is yes and I, I yes. fucking loved that because we yeah I mean well we are gonna get into it mm-hmm. because I don't think I realized this when I chose this episode but it is so extremely um relevant it yes. is so extremely it it just it highlights things about human nature in a very mm-hmm. specific way especially yeah. in regards to things like occupations um mm-hmm. which we'll talk more about and I can give you kind of a little history of like Bajor and where Major Kira from the Prime Universe is coming from yeah. um but I did I wrote down a lot of the things that that Cisco and Kira talked about in that interaction because it's one of yeah. the moments where I was like, oh, oh, shit. Like, yeah. they are talking about some very real things, so powerful. especially in regards to freedom um, mm-hmm. and what that means and what that looks like. And I yeah. honestly really, I loved this episode so much, more than I remember liking it for. Because, okay, I'm just going to be real with you. I wanted <laughs> you to see Mira Kira. I did. She's, I wanted, she's, she's I wanted you to she see really the is. intendant. Because the intendant is like such a good fucked up villain, and is oh, also yeah. hot as hell. <laughs> and so I was like, well, and like I also that's like, why like her it. in a way. Like it's I do weird. Like it's it's but it's that manipulation kind of thing where it's oh. like I know I'm being played yeah. so hard right now. Like her whole thing, the entire episode where she was like, I don't like pirates, and I was like, you fucking bitch. I know, I was like, um, mirror Quark to death. Oh, can we talk about the fact that Quark died? Thank heavens. I also hate Quark. He was such a good character in this episode. Yeah, but he's still, I don't like him. I'm pretty sure I didn't like him in the episode that we watched him in before. Well, yeah, he's he's kind of sleazy in that episode, but I think that the only reason you didn't like him in this episode is because you didn't like him in the last episode and because he looks like a Ferengi. Are you Ferengi racist, Elizabeth? Unfortunately, I'm... Well, here's the thing. (laughs) I haven't necessarily met one that I've liked yet. I haven't had a good offering. You didn't like Rom? Who's Rom again? Is he Rom? His brother. Rom... Was that the last the, one we watched? The, the, yeah, the nerdy brother from the last episode. Oh, Rom is cute. Oh, Rom, honestly, Rom ir- he was the one that was full of himself. He's like, oh, I'm a genius, and I'm like so smart. Wasn't he? And he was like, no, oh, no, no, no. Shit. You're, you're you're thinking of you're thinking of Strange New World. You're thinking of Hemmer. Uh, no, no, no. I know. I'm well. Not. I'm not. I know. I'm not no, thinking of Hemmer. Rom never talks positively about himself. I don't think. He just is knows he like stuff the shifty, then... like pirate-like guy? No, no. Okay, we're we're getting so off track. We'll talk about okay. it. We'll talk screen. about Rome another time then. Um, yeah, 
quirk. No, 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 no. I just, I don't know what it is. I don't, I don't like the Ferengi. I think I honestly. To be fair, to be fair, Elizabeth, <laughs> the Ferengi species does not have a lot of redeeming qualities in my opinion. I don't like them either. I like, personally hate just, Ferengi episodes, even though I chose that as the first one for you to watch. I just thought it was Like funny. literally just make them look like just maybe not the heads like the heads are the whole thing the heads are the whole thing i just i think if they at least had like a smooth back of the head like it's all the bobs and nobules and i don't know what to call them don't call nobules though don't use that word all the words don't pick that one oh i don't know what else to call them it just looks like they have multiple brains sticking out in weird places in the back of their head you know i don't actually know the anatomy of a ferengi but but they're like not adequately protected. Like I swear, if you touched the back of your their head with like, if you poked it, it would be soft like Jello. Oh, I'm pretty sure that they've talked about that before in in the series oh, at some point. Gross. And those are Don't. pretty sensitive spots. Oh think. no, I could be totally Why? just making that up right now. I don't know. Well, they look squishy. They look. They gross. do. They look I like the, they look like a soft spot on like a. Uh, like a oh, baby yeah. don't have babies have like it's like the way like the top of their heads it's like yeah like you have to be super like, careful it like pulses apparently ew oh god oh god that's a thing don't apparently. don't say that don't say that oh i don't like that oh my god okay so oh god we're moving way on i brain I've, I've, I've made a decision okay so we have mirror we have kira major kira and the intendant uh-huh. we have Odo that you remember we have oh um, the doctor uh Julian but he doesn't have a we don't run into his mirror not in this episode version no yeah I was like he's not in this one I'm sure he's I'm sure he's gonna come up another time yeah um um who else oh O'Brien we don't obviously we don't run into like normal like our universe O'Brien but we see O'Brien's mirror yeah and you've met O'Brien in a different episode of TNG I think so yeah yes Um, he's O'Brien I thought he was shady but like he's kind of he's he's a cool guy like I know initially I thought he was shifty but and kind of like wasn't a fan but he's he's a cool guy he's got his cute little Irish accent I think it's yeah 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 O'Brien yeah 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 and oh, then okay who else yeah. do you remember um oh, cisco frick, we talked about cisco a little yep, bit cisco um do you know who, i don't really remember do you him know from what his, his, our normal universe so normal prime universe cisco is the commander of the space station oh right you get like a peek of him at the end of the episode i just mm-hmm. i don't remember him a lot from the last time last he wasn't in it very of, much okay yeah. Um, and then who else? Um, I'm trying to remember. Well, you have the freaking yeah, shapeshifter. Do you remember Garrick? Oh, he's the one that's like basically trying to take over from the intendant. He mm-hmm. wants to do a coup, but I barely remember him from what prime universe. He's barely in, in the other episode that we watched. So he's the, a tailor on the station. <laughs> okay. That's why there's like, there's a moment. There is a moment when Kira walks in with, like, the dress that the intendant makes her wear, and he uh-huh. literally says, what does he say? He says, I've always appreciated a well-tailored gown, and that's, like, a call back to the Prime oh, Universe, because Prime Universe Eric, like, is a tailor. Like, that's his whole thing. I, I mean, he's also a spy now. and, like, all this other shit, but still. Yeah, he he's shifty, for sure. Oh, yeah. 
So yeah. Garrick, yeah. was there anybody the, else? I think that was it. Well, okay. For this Bar- episode, I just remember right? var- there's just various Romul- I, Romulans. Are those the other guys that are? No. So those. So um, there were Klingons, Cardassians, and Bajorans are the three. That's what it is. Klingons. In the Klingons Alliance. are the one. Are they the ones that have the weird foreheads and the weird hair? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And but then, none of the ones that we meet are in the, like, major players in Yeah, no, they anything. were just, I just recognized the species. Yeah, they were kind um, of like and, henchmen. And then, um, shit, you just said his name. The Taylor, what, sorry, fuck, what was his name again? Garrick. Garrick. Is he a Cardassian? Yes, he is a Cardassian. Okay. Okay. Well, because you said there's the Klingons, the Cardassians, and then the um, Bajorans. Yeah. And so I, I figured he, I know he's not Bajoran or Klingon, so I figured yes. by default. Yeah. That is true. Um, I think that's all for the characters. Yeah. I don't really remember. Well, oh, because we don't. They mentioned Kirk. I didn't know Kirk was, not, yes, he's not okay. obviously in this episode, but they mentioned him. You. And I'm like, I I'm got like, you. What? So, the history of the Mirror Universe is, um, there's honestly, there's actually a scene where the intendant, um, Mirror Kira, that could mm-hmm. be, that could be a tongue twister that we use in my voice in speech class. Mirror, Mirror Kira? Mirror Kira, Mirror Kira, Mirror Kira. Mirror Kira, Mirror Kira. It's kind of hard. Um, but so the intendant kind of gives a little exhibition. <laughs> she performs an exhibition she gives a little bit of exposition Ah, during her that one of the initial scenes with her and kira Um, yeah she talks about how like the kirk from their universe came in yeah so there is well not fuck things up it changed things it changed things so I actually haven't seen this episode of the original series yet, but there is an episode of the original series where this happens. It's basically they're talking about the episode where okay, in a transporter accident, Kirk, Captain Kirk, ends up in the Mirror Universe and everything's different. Mm. And he inspires Spock to make peace and have everybody be kind to each other. But because of that... There's, like, not weapons for them to defend their se- themselves anymore. Well, apparently is... he didn't do a good enough job. <laughs> well, he was aiming for peace, not battle. You know? So it's like they yeah, were powerful, he didn't, I think. He didn't I don't get to everyone. Right? Yeah, I that's guess. true. I mean, I can not I can only provide the context that I gained from Kira, because I haven't Fair seen enough. that episode. But from what I gathered... The Alliance didn't like the Terrans, so they, like, took them over, and now the Terrans mm-hmm. are, like, the slaves, essentially. Um, but, yeah, so Captain Kirk has been in the Mirror Universe, and there is an episode about it. I haven't watched it. But, so, so that's, like, also, the history. I gather that, okay, so even in Prime, was it Universe Prime is what they call it, or Prime Universe? Yeah, Prime Universe, Prime Timeline, whatever. Yeah. Um. Are humans referred to as Terrans, like, yes. always? Okay, because yes. initially I was confused. I thought maybe it was, like, a derogatory term that was in this mirror universe. No, and then, no, they, they, yeah. re- they refer to humans as, as Terrans. Not, co- like, all the time, but... Okay. But I was like... Up. And I was like, oh, okay, Clevel, Terra, Terra, Terrain, Terra, I got it. Yeah. So Terrans. Um, got you. Yeah. No, initially... Uh, okay, also... <laughs> 
we felt the exchange at the beginning of the episode. And I'm just like, Jesus, like, what is this? Okay. The entire doctor just being a nuisance and like not getting the hints. I literally loved that scene so much because I was like, I have never related to Kira Narice more in my entire Mm -hmm. life because I also, I'm a meditator and there Mm -hmm. are some times when people are like, oh, you meditate? And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. And I would like to do it right now. And then people fucking talk to me and I'm like, okay, okay, okay. It happens a lot, honestly. (laughs) Or not a lot, but it's happened a couple times at at like school and stuff when we're Mm -hmm. like taking a moment and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. But there's like people doing things around me, which is not their fault. This this is a different situation. Julian was being a little shit the entire yeah. time. And I was getting so mad. I was like, just shut the fuck up right now, Julian. Yeah, I'm like, Julian, dumbass. Like, can you not read the room, my guy? Yeah. <laughs> and I just love Kira so... She was trying so hard to be nice. Oh, yeah. And yeah. kind. And he was just like... What did he start doing? He started, like, breathing he, weird. Back. He goes... Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck, my guy? I love it. And then you're going on about this, like, composer, oh, it's derivative, but it's new, and I'm just like, He was out here, he was out here mansplaining Bajoran music to a Bajoran woman, and I was like, bro. I was like, maybe don't do that. Also, does he, like, have a crush on Kira or something? He has a crush on everything with a pulse. Are you kidding me? so is he just a horny doctor? He's just he's just a young guy who like crushes mm. on all the pretty ladies. So I get it, okay. man. I get it. I get it. Yeah, but you don't have but to like, be annoying. But like keep, but like keep it in your pants. Because <laughs> he he flirts with like a different character a while as well. Um, but that's oh. a whole other arc. But yeah, come on, so come funny. on, Julian. He's but also like part of me was like. He's trying oh, so though. hard. He's trying so hard. And he's like, but he's, he's not, not an picking asshole up about it. He's, he's not just, he's just not picking up the hints of Yeah. I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like usually when you're like, oh, I'm gonna meditate right now. Mm-hmm. People are like, yeah. okay, I'm going to be quiet now. Um yeah. but he was just people like so it. he was so wanting to like connect with her. <laughs> Oh God, oh, buddy, that's some that's some teenage boy behavior right there. Honestly, it is. He's just a little it's guy. Hilarious, though, he's just a little guy who's trying. He's just he's just a little hard. doctor. He's just a little doctor. <laughs> <laughs> so then they have uh, the so the wormhole. You don't do you know yeah, about what? the wormhole? I what exactly so, is the like what happens there? Obviously, my so, general understanding is they go through a wormhole, they get shot out into the other universe. Yes. So this uh, Deep Space Nine is not. So in the Mirror Universe episode, it's um, orbiting the planet Bajor, but mm-hmm. in the Prime Universe, it's stationed right outside of a wormhole that leads to the Gamma Quadrant. So okay. the, that station's job is to just monitor the comings and goings of it's that like a, Is it like a one of the towers in like an airport, essentially? It's, kind, it's more like an airport. 
Oh, okay. Like, it is an airport. Like, people stop there to fuel up, check in, go through the wormhole, like, that kind of thing. Um, So they had just gotten back from, I think, establishing a new hospital on a planet in the Gamma Quadrant. And as they're coming back, what happens is their warp fields, because remember how warp powers starships as well as shuttles? So mm-hmm. their warp field starts to collapse, um, which oh, means okay. they f- couldn't fully come out of warp, is what I gathered from that little science section. And then when that happens... <laughs> the little science section? The little technobabble section. So what happens yeah. is they couldn't fully come out of warp during mm-hmm. the wormhole transition, which causes a plasma injector leak. So all of that combined... I wrote it down. Don't worry. I'm not that smart. <laughs> All of that. I don't remember half of what I I literally paused it and wrote it all down so that I could do an explanation. So as Mm -hmm. because all of that is happening while they're going through the wormhole, that's what causes them to spit out into the prime or the mirror universe. And that's why when they get out of there, they're like, where the fuck is the space station? Because usually it's right there. But because they're in a different world or a different universe, that universe doesn't know about the stable wormhole. Because it's a stable mm. wormhole. It doesn't pop up anywhere it wants to. It stays right there. Ah, we like that. We like a hole that stays where it's supposed to be. Elizabeth! I knew this was going to happen, but our... We are not necessarily a family podcast. <laughs> Yeah, if it wasn't clear already by the amount of profanity, there will um, be an E next to our our podcast. Which honestly, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, honestly, like it wouldn't be a podcast that's for, for uh, that's not a sentence. It wouldn't be a podcast with both of us if it weren't just full of profanity. That is I, true. I, I think yeah, the E's not for everyone. It's not like in video games. The E is not for everyone. This is this is E for explicit, not E for everyone. If you're a child and and listening to this, maybe maybe, maybe don't. don't. Oh my god, don't. No, yeah, no, maybe no, no, don't. No. Um, Am I... if you're a teenager, we welcome you. But like, maybe go play outside. <laughs> like outside time is good. If you, like, I don't know. I mean, maybe take the podcast on a walk. Also, maybe just, like, make sure that you have a... Maybe just, like, have a... Just make sure you have a good understanding of when to swear and when to not. Watch Prodigy. Yeah. Watch Prodigy. You don't know what that means, but I I do. Just watch Prodigy. Is that that the one with their... They're all kids? Yes. Yeah. It's really good. go watch the kids show. Um... Instead but of like listening also we... to our <laughs> podcast, li- watch the kids' show, please. I mean, watch the but other like, shows, too, but, like, don't listen to our podcast. Watch the kids' show. But, like, we also welcome everybody, but, like, maybe just, just, we're, it's not, E is not for everyone. Okay. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's so, move on. <laughs> so what I love is the sass that Julian takes down into the mines with him. Oh, when he gets such sent a brown there, he's literally like, "I'm a fucking doctor," and he's they're like, like "That's I have an funny." MD. <laughs> but it's just like the like during that whole interaction with him and like Odo or whoever I can't remember oh, if it was yeah. Odo or Garrick. Yeah, I think it. But, I think it. Well, I think it was Odo. 
but it was just like the balls on Julian oh. right now is the most privileged shit mm-hmm. ever. And I know that they're doing yeah. that on purpose, and I know that they're like making a commentary on it, but it's just like given the entire oh, context it. of the Miriam. No, I was I was living I love for it. sassy Julian. He's, I he's was like such a brat, like such a tell brat. him. <laughs> You tell him. You tell him that you have an MD, Julian, because you do, and you're a smarty pants. Girl, you don't maybe, even know the half of how genius may, this man is. Maybe maybe he doesn't have the bedside <laughs> manner, but that's that's okay. Most doctors... He does it not. The doctor okay. is worse. Like, no, but, like, he... I'm sorry. If you have good bedside manner, that, like, I feel like... That requires some sort of, like, social intelligence, and the fact that he's not picking up... On Kira, oh, you're like so, that's him, a really good point. Like, I'm sorry, but he does not like. If you knew, again, not to shit on doctors here, but I feel like a lot of times they don't necessarily learn bedside manner because they're having to operate on. You know, they're it. You you can't be too. As someone who's definitely not a doctor, in case that wasn't clear, um, we are not doctors. Yeah, we're not doctors. Um, we're also not scientists. <laughs> Also, thank God, not CEOs. Yeah, also not CEOs. <laughs> um, I feel like when you have to operate, you like you. There's a level of like disassociation. Like you can't see it as a person. Yeah. You have to, to see it as like a machine. Because, yeah, because otherwise, well, that's then why you're thinking about cutting a person open. Well, that's why. Okay. <laughs> Ooh, you just got me on the soapbox that you didn't know that I had. That is one of the reasons why, so Elizabeth and I went to a very prominent university on the West Coast, (laughs) and I knew several (laughs) biology majors Mm -hmm. who hated, and and were pre-med, and wanted to be doctors, who, like, stopped and got cut because they make the classes so insanely difficult on Mm -hmm. purpose, as opposed to trying to teach people things. So, like, I have a, I have a, who, ha. I just get Let's so passionate. Off. I know where I you're going. I just get so passionate about the access to STEM and the way that it's mm-hmm. taught in different universities, especially ours, because ours was a research university. So a lot of professors care more about research, research than the teaching. The teaching is just like a thing that they have to do. So they make so many of the classes so insanely hard, and they get on their little like tirades of like, if mm-hmm. you can't do this, you shouldn't be here, which is not true. And so then you get all of the geniuses who might not have a good bedside manner, which I'm not saying that, like, geniuses can't have good bedside manner. That is not what I'm saying at all. But, like, typically... My friends that were bio majors who, like, would have been fucking amazing doctors Mm -hmm. and, like, got weeded out of courses not because they didn't understand things. That is where I have an issue. That is what I get yeah. mad about. I don't know how we got onto this tangent, but just so you guys know, oh. we need STEM to be more accessible to everybody. And yeah. I want shows, just to bring it back to Star Trek, I want shows <laughs> like Star Trek to yeah. help inspire more people to go after STEM careers because we're going to get a generation at some point that just doesn't want to tick boxes, that wants mm-hmm. people to learn and like be able to like comprehend the things that they're teaching so that we can have more doctors that are better doctors. I'm not saying doctors are bad. I'm not saying 
that all no, doctors we, we support have, science and exactly but it's like i want good, but i want things like the medical field to be more accessible to a wider mm-hmm. range of people whether that's women queer women women of color just people of color in general yeah. like there needs to be more of an accessibility thing and it's just so frustrating that we went to a really good public university where I know for a fact they were purposely <laughs> trying to torture these students because I lived with several yeah. of them during it yeah I don't know how much of this is going to make it into the episode but I am just very passionate about no, it no but like I honestly I I agree with you like not to continue the soapbox too much but that's one of the reasons that I don't know. I mean, a lot of times people discount, like, like they don't want to necessarily go see like a nurse practitioner or a physician's assistant, like a PA, like, but honestly, those are the people that are probably going to listen to you more. Yes. And are probably going to be more like, okay, talk to me, tell me, tell me what's going on. Because they did, they get, they get, they get cut out of the, the MD track or whatever. Because they have more, I don't know what to call it, like more, like, like they're more personable. They're more like you, again, not to shit on MDs. I'm the amount of dedication it takes to go through law school or not law school. Well, that also takes, I mean, that too, that too, girl, you're doing it. But like, it's not the same amount of time investment and money investment. But like, if you go through like, like medical school, it's it's insane. Like I get it. I've heard stories. I have some friends that are going through medical school or have gone through medical school. It's 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 fucking crazy. Like th- I mean that's another discussion. I think that in and of itself going through medical school needs to be more accessible and just more Yeah. Like I there's think, not a lot of concern for the health of the students going through it. I think but, the BOC yeah. pod has a stance on making STEM <laughs> more accessible to everyone. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we need to end our soapbox because Taylor but and I can go just off side note, about like this. We, we respect doctors, we respect scientists, we do, and all the work that goes into that. We're just saying accessibility is important and yeah. accessibility matters, and we want it to be mm-hmm. more accessible. Yeah, to and, people, and, and when it's more accessible to people that have been excluded, it makes it better for everyone too. Yes, which yes connects me back to actually this episode tell me how so we'll go back to the the conversation that kira major kira is having with um cisco Mm -hmm. when she makes the comment about like you know you may have charmed your way out of minds but you're just as much a slave here as anybody i would love to discuss like the structural uh, ramifications of inequal or inequitable power structures. Mm -hmm. So when I think about, I don't know, I'm trying to think about a good way to, to say this without basically my, my mind initially when she said that it like brought me back to like the history of slavery in our country. Yeah. This, like I right think away this whole episode which obviously is i mean this like episode is yeah for that um, and i think that's one i mean if i've said it once i've said it a thousand times on this podcast that's why i love the um mm-hmm. use of sci-fi in order yep. to get humans to look at their own problems because they're talking about slavery the entire time in regards yeah. to the terrans but when um 
people who have not experienced slavery see these Terrans, these humans um, Mm -hmm. being enslaved, it suddenly becomes a wrong thing. Exactly. And and it forces you to kind of take a wider angle, look at it and be like, okay, but this has happened to people in our society. Yeah. And And we're still dealing with the ramifications of that, Mm -hmm. even though so many people want to ignore that. And it also makes me think a lot about like uh, gender uh, disparities and like gender inequity. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think a lot about, um, you know, just the culture within, I don't know, maybe, again, I wasn't alive, but I'm going to say probably like the 70s and the 80s and even the 90s to an extent, like women were starting to be more involved in the workforce, like in more prominent roles. Um but still had to like largely comply with, I I don't want to say like the male way of doing things, but they had to appeal to, you know, your typical like cis male who was probably in a higher position of power. Like, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah. Okay. They were allowed to be, you know, women had the opportunity to be more, accepted in the workforce and more like oh there's more room for mobility and um you know more room for advancement but it was still very much under like within the rules that had been set for them you know and so there was this false sense of like okay like oh women have advanced now and we're more free and like while that's definitely true it was still like people that fight for that way, like that time and that existence and that like space and period of like like that that time in the workforce or like like I said, the time in the eighties, I I just think it's it's misunderstanding the power dynamics that were still at play. And not that they obviously they continue, but it it's you're only given power under the conditions. Like if you were a woman though that like didn't really comply, or if you were honestly, if you just were someone that was somewhat of a challenge that like wasn't able like wasn't willing to go along with what space had been allotted for you and the conditions that it had been given to you like you yeah like unless you comply in the way that they want you to comply you're mm-hmm. still not accepted yeah yeah one thing that the character of mirror universe Cisco made me think a lot about as I was watching this was um because he basically what does Kira say he charmed his way out of the mines but he's Mm -hmm. basically the intendant's toy yeah that she uses when she wants she gets him to do things that she wants and to him, he's like, well, it's better because I'm not, I'm not in the mines. So, of course, I'm quote unquote free. And there's this false yeah. sense of freedom that he has where he can go to Quark's bar and he can be at the attendance parties. But he's still yeah. completely under her control and demand. And it makes me think of this movie that I saw with, um, I think Kate Blanchett was in it. A couple people other were also um, called Paradise, Paradise Road. And I think it takes mm-hmm. place during the Vietnam War. It it was one of the wars. I, I can't remember, but it was like all these women at this um being held as hostages mm. at this um like prison camp essentially. And a group of them decided to leave 
to be sex workers because then they were living mm-hmm. in a house instead of a hut. Then they were given food and wine and all these things, but they they weren't free still. Yeah. They were still in the exact same situation with a different label on it. And I feel like that's what Cisco's character was representative of because that happens all the time in those kinds of yeah. hostile situations. You take measures to be in quote unquote a better spot but you're still not a free person that happened all the time in war situations during slavery in the u.s Mm -hmm. like all those kinds of situations so i love that cisco's character really pointed at that because and honestly avery brooks as an actor did such a great just fucking phenomenal job at getting that across Because there were Mm -hmm. so many moments where he's like, the goofy, loose, like, I'm free, like, asshole guy. But then the moment the intendant wants him, his demeanor changes. Mm -hmm. The moment he's in her quarters while she's, like, taking a fucking bath in, like, milk water. You can tell that he hated. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I just can't get over the sexual tension between Kira and herself the entire yeah. time. Yeah, that was Narcissian. Yeah. But yeah. just to put Anyways. just to put a bow on, on the Cisco thing, it's just like Avery Brooks did a really good job at like getting that across. Mm-hmm. Um of just the I'm free but not actually. Yeah. Um but yeah, and, and another I really, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was nope. just going to say another another thing um, I was thinking about going back to like power structures is that in this mirror universe, right, you mm-hmm. can see that even those in charge and those in like positions of leadership are constantly on edge. They don't trust each other. They are constantly trying to one either like either change their position or secure their position mm-hmm. because they know that they can be overthrown at any time or that there are people in their group that are going to try and take their spot. Like, it's just like the intendant didn't trust anybody. Garrett nope. was trying to kill her. The Klingons, mm-hmm. were, I, the Klingons played the smallest role. I feel like in out of the three, yeah. but still it like, was just like, you can they tell were angry just, the whole yeah. time. Like everybody was just nervous. It was just like the mirror universe seems like an awful place to be. Yeah, and that's, to be anybody, those, not just to be a Terran, to be anybody. Yeah, and that's the thing where I'm like, I don't know. This is I'm trying to think about how to explain this too. It it makes me think of right. So I I want to start this out by saying I am definitely a feminist. <laughs> Are <But> you? And <laughs> no I, fucking idea. I think sometimes, and honestly. You can bring the Barbie movie into this, but the Barbie movie was a great example of this. You should always bring the Barbie movie into everything. Honestly, what are you talking about? If you okay, listeners, if you haven't watched the Barbie movie, go watch it. It will change your life, truly. Um anyways, so here's I, I think one thing, and I don't necessarily know about each individual wave of feminism, but I feel like and maybe this is more like Again, I'm not trying to always shit on the 80s and the 90s and even the early 2000s, but like it's where a lot of change was happening. I think there was this idea for a while that like, okay, well, 
you know, for a long time, there's been like a, a patriarchy and men have run things. And I mean, they still largely do, but, and so it's like, okay, well, women need to replace them. Like it needs to be like a matriarchy and we need to have like feminism and like women in charge of things, which I mean, I, I 1000% still like, I think that that would be very helpful. But even with that, like if women suddenly were to take the place of men, you still have this, like it, it comes back to the power structure and it comes back to like inequity and power imbalances. And just because one group takes on or gets placed into that role, it doesn't necessarily change the structural problems that still exist mm -hmm. right it's more about like access it's more mm -hmm. about like equity of opportunity um like we were talking about before like with, with you school. mean you mean like <laughs> you mean like the star trek prime universe yeah because <laughs> one thing that i love that they that happens one of the quotes that i wrote down when cisco and major kira are talking is he is like terrans don't have souls and why do you care about terran freedom and kira just says i care about freedom because she's from a world mm -hmm. and don't get me wrong the history of bajor is a fucked up there are reasons why she cares about freedom because in the prime universe bajor was occupied by the cardassians and she's a rebel mm -hmm. fighter that tried to get that to stop um yeah but it's just this idea that she's like i don't give a shit that you're Terran. i care about freedom for yes. fucking everybody mm -hmm. and i think that's in a similar vein of like feminism it's like i just want everybody to be i just want everybody to be happy and content and have their needs met yep. and like i don't want anybody to replace anybody there i don't need that i just want yeah people to be happy and i don't know I'm an idealist. What can I say? I'm an INS. No, but like I think, or an INS. I think, I'm an I, I think like <laughs> that's the whole point is that feminism, feminism is about freeing everyone, not just women, but it's about freeing men too from mm -hmm. this. And sorry, I'm, I know I'm speaking in a binary. I really want to make sure, like, I'm talking about everyone. I'm talking about everyone in the queer community. Like, it's just we largely see gender performed in these two binaries at least when you look at like historical power structures mm -hmm. um but alternatively again when you are able to like free one group that's been oppressed you, you are able to free other groups that have been oppressed and i mean again like you said like it's about not just freedom for one group but if it's about freedom for everyone you know yeah yeah so and that freedom doesn't always have to, that's the thing is that I think sometimes we also think fall into this binary of like, well, freedom for one group has to come at the expense of another. It doesn't. And, and it's like, it maybe everybody. in the short term, we're going to have to like reevaluate some structures in our mm -hmm. society, but ultimately it's going to be for the benefit of everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I agree completely. So continuing on with the episode i just want to speed through like um the quickest recap ever so 
Oh yeah, we didn't really here against we, just we, we you know we through. haven't been, but it's like I don't even care. Like we're we're talking <laughs> about some good stuff, so it's fine. So just quick recap. Uh-huh. Um Kira and Julian come up with a plan to get a transporter, mm-hmm. so Kira tries to get one from Quark. Julian tries Quark to get Miles yeah. to help, but Quark, yeah, Quark gets captured and then killed. Um, we find out Cisco's working for Kira, doing whatever she wants, pretty much. Um, what else? Kira and Kira have their little face off. We'll talk about that. We're gonna circle back. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. <laughs> um. After Quark dies, there's, like, the party. Garrick's, like, yep. help me murder um, the intendant so that I can take over mm-hmm. at the party. They bring like, you Julian. Shady, you shady bitch. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at the party, they bring Julian and Miles because they tried to um, escape. And then mm-hmm. Kira gets mad. We'll talk about that. Um, not mm-hmm. Kira, Kira. Um, the intendant. Intendant, Kira. yeah. Jesus, fuck. Um... <laughs> And then Cisco finally turns. Yep. I wrote this whole Cisco rebels. They run to the ship. Yeah, that ship. was awesome. That was an awesome. And then scene. they return and look fucked up as hell. But I want to talk <laughs> about the intendant. Yes. This bitch is insane, and I yeah. love her for it in an actor kind of way where I'm like, oh my god, I want to play an unhinged person like this so, so bad. Because, because she literally is like, I have no taste for violence. Like, she plays this character, oh, this caricature so of a a sweet person. Like, she's so... I don't even know how to describe the just loose canon that she plays. It's like this charismatic, like, suave, loose canon, but almost carefree mm-hmm. way, like, way about her, which is so crazy because she is the least carefree person on that entire station. Okay. Is she like well that's that's shown to us when she literally like is alone with Kira and they have their Kira Kira face off. Kira Kira. I love that. And she literally like Kira's terrified because Yeah. A terrifying character. Mm Mm-hmm. And the intendant says, I don't want your fear. If you can't love me, who can? Yeah, that was, I was like, oh, shit. And it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, Nana Visitor did such an amazing job with mm-hmm. the intendant. And, like, I just can't, I, I will never be able to fully get over the sexual tension between the Kiras the entire <laughs> time. One-sided. I want to know that it is entirely from the intendant. The intendant oh, yeah. is crazy. And is, like, weirdly sexually attracted to herself. Like, which I'm like, um, I mean, I guess that's a different kind of self-love, you know? That's that's good, you but know? It's, like, it's so but it's also, But yeah. also, see, now I'm, like, getting all actory about it. 
because I mean, that's what you do. I think that's fair. During the Kira Kira face off, when they're like literally like nose to nose, <laughs> are they gonna kiss? The hand that comes up and grabs Kira's chin. Yep. It's so bad. It's just like, it kills me every time because it's just like, I don't even know if that is Nana Visitor's hand. It it probably isn't. I feel like she could have grabbed herself as Kira so easily and it would have looked better but i just think it's funny it was so it's it bothers me every time i watch that episode but yeah one thing that i picked up on today is Mm -hmm. quark's murder happens right after that oh you're right so she the intendant reaches up and touches kira's chin Mm -hmm. talking to her and then Right before she sentences Quark to death, she grabs his chin the same way that she grabs his chin. Which to me, as an actor, that just tells me the intendant has played this game so many times and it doesn't matter that Kira is her. Oh, I didn't catch that. That is super cool now that you say that. Like, I could be pulling- Holy shit, dude. I should. I could be pulling shit out of my ass. However, I know it's after, some good shit, though. <laughs> and I know that it shows that this is like a thing that she does. Kira is yeah. special. Kira is yeah. just as disposable as Quark, which she later proves when she literally says that she'll kill her. Oh yeah, no, it's awesome. Now that you mentioned that, oh my god, that's sick. It's actually super cool. Just I love the intendant villain so much because Mm -hmm. of the like loose (laughs) cannon-ness. But it's just like the justification from the intendant Mm -hmm. of Miles rebelling is insane. Like that speech that she gives is essentially you're one of the good ones. See, this is what I get for treating terrible oh, yeah. respect. Yeah. Like, you guys are asking to be murdered, pretty much. And I was uh, just like, oh my god. Yeah. It's so good. It is so well done by Nana Visitor. And I just wanted to have a little section where we talk about that. Because that's the biggest reason why I chose this episode. Is because I'm like weirdly in love with the intendant. Because how could you not be? Yeah, she's yeah. Now that you've met, I didn't even notice. I didn't pick up on that, but that's that's honestly so cool. So, yeah, that's why I wanted to choose this episode. But, <laughs> but, 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 time um, for favorite character. Yes, I in this weird episode that has like two prime <laughs> characters. Who's your favorite? Um, honestly, I feel like the intendant, like, I just, I love her. She's insane. Like, I think I she him. might be I my favorite character. Bitch. I love him. Yeah, she's like, like, she's, she like needs help. <laughs> but like, yeah, she needs help. But like, I kind of love her. 
Um, I was not thrilled to see freaking Jelly Shapeshifter Man again. But I'm glad he got blasted. You're gonna hate like all of Deep Space Nine. He's in every episode. Oh, so gross. gross. He just looks he looks squishy. <laughs> Probably is. I just I can't like and then the oh god, and then the Ferengi, their heads. Ugh. Welcome to Deep Space Nine. You're just gonna have to get used to that shit. Is Deep Space Nine like one of the least like like which series do people like the least? People love Deep Space Nine. Oh no, I'm pissing everybody off. Yeah. So I think I talked about this in our Little Green Men intro, which I don't think mm-hmm. has been released at this point. But I say Deep Space Nine is not my favorite series. Uh-huh. Um, I have a really special place in my heart for Voyager and TNG for a multitude of reasons. Um, you you think it's what you think it is, and you're literally wrong. So just take your yeah. Life. And, and live with your it. little attitude your little attitude oh, no i i watched those two shows while i was like in the height of the pandemic and they became my yeah. family i was totally isolated from my own so that's true voyager and tng just holds a really special place in my heart and i'm not like personally deep space nine isn't my favorite that's not to say it's not good deep space nine is amazing and the fans love it especially right now it's like how to come uh-huh. back um oh no i'm shitting on it it deals a lot with klingons and cling i i'm so sorry you guys like klingons aren't my favorite storylines i just they're just never have been mm. um but that's not to say that they're not good because they are and we're gonna watch some don't you worry okay um, so I yeah just, actually like ugh. actually the, the fish jelly brains though very beloved oh I can't yeah. get over just all the the textures of the the people. That's it's just welcome to Star Trek, babe. I the, don't I don't know what's okay, tough. but like some of them some of them are fine. I'm like that's creative. That's a fun face you got there. But like, <laughs> but like some of them, I'm just like maybe give them a smooth back of the head. Like, can we just maybe not have like Jello brain? Oh my god. That's it's so gross. It looks nasty. It just, it, like, if you, either it pops like a balloon, like if you prick it. Oh my god. Or Shut it, up on the back of the head. I don't like it. It's gross. I have to look at it so much. It's disgusting. Okay. Closing out this episode. Mm-hmm. I love that you love the intendant. Uh-huh. I love the last moments of the episode when Kira and Julian look fucked up as hell. Oh, when- yeah. Also, can we talk about the fact that Julian is just, like, coated in goop? <laughs> I love it. He's just, he's so dirty. I love it so the, much. It's because it's Dirty the doctor. Perfect, it's the perfect shot of just, like, nice-dressed lady who looks traumatized and uh-huh. also oil-covered oh, doctor who's, like, never like that. It's so funny. It's so perfect. And I did not expect this um, episode to lead to such cool fruitful discussion fruitful discussion yeah i i'm um i don't know what i'm gonna have to name this episode but i'm excited take us out um uh yeah you can find us on instagram um at parts of chaotica pod 
And if you want to email us for whatever reason, you can email us at bridesofchaotica at gmail.com. Tune in next week to Brides of Chaotica to find out which episode I am going to force Elizabeth to watch next. Cool. Bye. Somehow I feel comfortable here. Call it fruit, uh, fruitful discussion. I'm not going to call it that. Um, a jelly brain discussion. You don't get to help. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>